Oh boy, if you're a member of Team Tank, this was a big one, and you'll be scoreboard watching later. If you're a fan of the Calgary Flames, you're scoreboard watching now and seeing you're in good shape. We'll break down this game and the newest defenseman to join the San Jose Sharks right now. This is Teal Town After Dark. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, March 25th, 2023. The San Jose Sharks lose to the Calgary Flames 5-3, their ninth straight game without a win. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game, so if you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans and hockey fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. You can also check us out on Twitter and Twitch right now live. So join us over there. Of course, we always encourage you to follow us on the social, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. You can find everything at tealtownusa.com. Of course, you want to support the pod, you can Venmo us at tealtownusa, easy for me to say, or hit us up on a YouTube super chat to have your comment read live on the air. And I say hello to Mr. Ian Reed. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, man. When the Sharks do bad, it's good. Yeah. At this point, you have to, right? Yeah. At this point, you have to take that. Oh, man. <laughs> Sharks, uh, you know, I don't know anymore. It's just 14 out of the last 15 games with the loss. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Uh, eh, their ninth straight defeat, whether it's overtime or or uh, in regulation or in a shootout. I mean, uh, and it didn't start out too well either. You know, just gets things going early and Calgary strikes like a couple of times within the first, what, Three minutes. He had, you know, Uyghur, who hasn't done much in, the, you know, since coming over from Florida, in like the four-minute mark. Of course, so it's in the first five minutes, and of course, Toffoli gets a beautiful feed from Lindholm for his thirtieth to make it uh, two nothing. And you're like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, um, yeah. Sharks didn't obviously get off to a good start, which is fantastic because exactly what you want. That's <laughs> um, what makes these shows so challenging now is because it's like you, you do the opposite of everything that we'd normally do right it's like oh the shark sucked it was amazing <laughs> um yeah they didn't get off to a, to a particularly good start um i don't think capo cockenden had a particularly good game and all these things are great um i just <laughs> i don't know what to tell you uh yeah they got off to their typical start and then they were down to nothing uh and then Michael Molasses asked me, what do I call this thing on my head? Well, I'm in Canada, so this is a toque. As opposed to a beanie down here in the States? I don't know. Whatever you guys yeah. do. You guys do you. Yeah. Hey, we, 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 love, we love the dukes, and I love the, uh, the skate lace hoodie. I mean, I've got to say, that's, that's a beauty, bud. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, 
SG Sports Talk channel. This loss was crap. Yeah, well. I, I mean. Well, the other 53 that we've dealt with this year. I mean, at this point, right? Like, what do you, what, what is there? I mean, they've been eliminated from the playoffs for a while. Um, all that matters now is just finishing as low as possible so you get the maximum number of lottery balls in the lottery. And, and, and then you just hope for the best from there. Um, that's just how this works. Um, I mean, at this point, like if you're watching for wins, I feel bad for you. Occasional wins. No, I don't even, I, <laughs> I mean, there's no way they can what, lose what last night, right? Do? I, I hope they do. Well, yeah. Uh, what, but... what, do you, what, what are you cheering for at this point? If you want them to win, like, what do you want? Like you want them to you want them to move up the standings and 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 go from like being you know a top two pick to a top five pick. I don't think that's. I mean, look, you do you, but true. I, you do you, but I mean, at this point, like, man, I just I hope they lose, and I hope the season ends next week. I mean, neither of these things are are, are likely to happen. I mean, the the former might, but. The season definitely won't end uh, next week, unfortunately. So yeah. we got to ride this out. You know, of course. Uh, Couture would get a goal to cut within one. Uh, yay, his seventh 25-goal season, his seventh season with 25 goals or more. Let's put That's it good, that yeah. And so little, little um, yay, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't think, I, on, on, on the Calgary Flames for a second, man, I don't, because they're a team where I think a lot of us had them way finishing way higher this season than fighting for a wild card spot. But I mean, I touched on Kapokakna not being very good. I don't think Jacob Markstrom was very good this game either. Um, and if this is the kind of goaltending they've got from most season, I haven't watched a ton of Flames games outside of um, when they face the Sharks. So I don't want to like pretend like I'm an expert on what's going on in Calgary. But if this is the kind of goaltending they've gotten, it doesn't doesn't surprise me that this is the the place they're in right uh and they're they're fighting for a playoff spot they're currently they entered today uh just six points i believe out of a playoff spot uh let me pull up all my info here mm -hmm. i'll have it you know six points out of the final wild card you know uh and, and it's funny is they uh, uncle darren stevens we freaking love you even on yeah. Twitter or on the broadcast, love these little things. Calgary and San Jose, mm -hmm. the worst in the league. They each have six wins after scoring first, entering <laughs> today. <laughs> you know, uh, or <laughs> it's just like, wow, that is just bad, and and it's just bad, and we feel bad. Uh, SG Sports Talk Channel. I don't feel like watching the Sharks anymore. They're playing like poo poo. I, I mean, I, dude, if, if I didn't have to be here, I would have checked out weeks ago, <laughs> I, I, weeks ago. You know, Puck Mom was even saying, you know, as I was getting caught up on this game and she's like, yeah, they look either hurt or they're just tapped out. I, I think and, it's a lot of a little of everything, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's it's been a long season. I think all this losing definitely takes your toll. Like, like again, like you know there's all the talk about tanking or whatever but like players don't tank they're not they're not in on the tank as some people would say like those guys those guys you don't you don't get to this level of professional sports in any league if if you you know if you're not driven to win every game right um 
so I think that, you know, obviously this team, I think they're pretty uh, unhappy with the way they played this year for sure. Yeah, and I don't blame them. You know, DJ Rob, 559 on the Twitch. Thanks for joining us on Twitch, Rob. Uh, two more weeks until this season's roughly over. Thank God. <laughs> Ruben <laughs> on YouTube. I can't even be fake disappointed. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's just, you know, mm. yeah. yeah. Uh, and Steve Rector, uh, everyone's just waiting for the season end, players included. Yeah, it wouldn't be... Wouldn't be surprised. However, what are they playing for at this point? Right. Like you're not playing for anything. You're just running out the just running out the clock for some. I mean, you know, LeBanc, Drager, you're you're playing for your for your job. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're 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 obviously you want to you want to do stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, like unless you're like a big world championship guy, like what do you you know? Yeah. Running out the clock. Exactly. And good for you know, and and Quinn's gonna coach Team USA, and that's nice for him. Um, we did, I don't think we've mentioned that on any of our no, shows yet. No, no. So congrats to Coach Quinn. Yeah, but I know he was Quinn for. Uh, I, I'm sure. Like again, the World Championships is like the one tournament no one wants to go to because it means that you're not playing anymore. Yeah. Um, but I still think it's a it's a cool thing for for Quinn to get to coach Team USA. So, congrats to him for that. No, for sure. So congrats to Coach Quinn on that one. Uh, moving onward to the second period where the Sharks kind of showed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get two goals in about 22 seconds. First, Nico Sturm, uh, you know, putting I mean, sticks on the ice, head up, you know, all the basic fundamentals you, you know and love when you were learning this game. You know, he gets uh he gets a tip on a on a pass from Noah Gregor, goes in, ties it up at two two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that ends up being Carlson's second assist of the game, and his ninetieth point. I guess that's probably the only thing keeping us interested in this season. It, yeah, if Carlson can get hundred points, that'd be that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Obviously, um, yeah. I mean, if you're looking, I mean, if you're looking for things to watch for, I mean, that's definitely something. Um, that's definitely something to keep tabs on. Um, I don't know if you, again, you do you. I mean, if, like I said, if I if I wasn't committed to be here, <laughs> I would have tapped out. I'd be watching. I'd be watching other teams and probably getting more into the weeds of like the the various playoff races. But yeah, it is what it is. They're just getting into the playoff race, you know, and just hearing the updates from Randy about the Winnipeg and LA game and everything. It's like, oh, I remember those times. Those are fun. Those were fun times, folks. Oh, man. But, yes, Carlson gets to 90 points on the season. Uh, his 27th multi-point game. Yeah. Uh, I think the most since, what, Brian Leach in 91-92 when the Sharks first played in. I'd have um, to go back and look, but sounds about right. Yeah. 69 even strength points. Only behind uh, McJesus by one on that one. And yeah, that's, and that's and that's the other thing, too. Right? For all the... For, for any like detractors, like the number of points that are even strength for it, like it's not like he's just dined out on the power play because a lot of guys do that, right? They'll just right. dine out on the power play, but so many of those points are even strength points. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's quite an accomplishment, in my opinion, anyway. And you know, I just wonder, man, <laughs> like if if he gets moved this summer, and I just I don't know what this team looks like next year if, if he gets moved this summer, and I don't know if that's going to happen i don't i'm not not saying that's going to happen but 
obviously I think once the season ends, I think when you start looking for storylines over the summer, is Eric Carlson a shark at, you know, puck drop next season? I think that becomes a big talking point. And um, I mean, when you look at the number of points that he's gotten, even strength, especially, um, man, just think of how shit this team would be without him. Holy hell. He's got, what, 23% of, or part of 23% of all the goals this season? It's, uh, some it's form insanity, like that. yeah. Yeah, and, and it just tells you easily Sharks team MVP. I know we'll get a, get to vote on that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, I don't know of anybody else that could be it at this point. Oh, if, if Eric Carlson's not your MVP for the season, I mean, I just, you know, stop watching hockey. Oh, yeah, or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I, I was gonna say if he if he's not the Norris Trophy winner, I mean, um, I I want to know what the heck <laughs> is your issue. Yeah, I mean, the thing with it, with the thing, I I think he I think he's gonna win the Norris, but um, I think the one thing that you will constant, the one thing that people will constantly say when it comes to Eric Carlson is that um, he is he's amazing offensively and he is a black hole defensively. So I think there 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 will be people who will not vote for Eric Carlson just based on the fact that he just he isn't a very good defender. Like when it comes down to it. And and look, and this isn't me. Again, I love Eric Carlson, but we gotta call things how, how they are. Um Absolutely. No one's no one pays Eric Carlson eleven point five million dollars for his defense. They they pay for his offense. Um that's that's his bread and butter. And I think um so I'm curious to see, you know, I think some guys won't vote for him just because um I think there are better, there are more complete defensemen in the league than Eric Carlson who can contribute offensively, but are also good in their own end of the ice, um, much better than Carlson is. So I think there's going to be some people who will not vote for him based on that alone. Um, Will it be enough that he doesn't win the Norris? Time will tell. Yeah, that's just going to be interesting how this all turns out. Yeah, uh, he. When did he? When did he? I, I love when you search Eric Carlson Norris Trophy. It's some idiot saying Carlson's trophy case is not as strong. Yeah, okay, clickbaiter. Whatever. Right. Uh, what year did he win the Norris? Uh, I don't know. It was forever ago. It's, yeah. <laughs> now I gotta go look. I, I'm just curious. Uh, he was still in Ottawa, right? Like, yeah, he was still in Ottawa. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Um, and he's, I know he's won twice, right? Uh, 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 yeah, give me yeah. a second. I'm going to find out right now. Things we do on the air when we're not prepping for it. Uh, uh, yeah, I wish I knew. Uh, when did he win the Norris? When did he win the Norris? <laughs> he won the Norris in... Drumroll, please. Uh, he won it in 2012 and 2015. 2012 and 2015. So 2012, he was a plus 16 with 78 points. In 2015... He was a plus seven with 66 points. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Mm. I, I, again, the sheer number of points that, that Eric Carlson has put up this year, I think will get him a lot of votes. I just think there's, there's going to be some heroes out there. They're going to be like, well, he can't play defense, so I'm not going to vote for him. And and that's fine. Like that's, they're entitled to that opinion. But I think it's, you know, when, when a guy puts up 90 points, it's 90 points. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I completely agree. I mean, if it weren't for McDavid running away with the points title and having over 60 goals, I mean, maybe we even discuss the the thought of 
even Hart Trophy candidate, even though he's on the worst team in the league at this point. Um, yeah, John John Swenson in in the, in the chat um, didn't Ottawa media focus uh, on his rebuilt ankle when he came over to San Jose? Yeah, I think a lot of people thought like obviously he's had a lot of groin issues since coming here, but if you remember the the cut that he got, I think it was from Matt Cook. Yep. Um, the the cut he got on his ankle was a really nasty injury, and I think that I don't blame the, that the media for kind of focusing on that injury because I think that was a really gruesome injury that took him a while to recover from and um so i'm not surprised that that's where the focus was uh, media wise when the, the trade happened but obviously his groin's been a bigger issue than um than that ankle definitely and it practically took two seasons for him to you know recover from that so uh Moving onward, I mean, the Sharks would get two goals in 22 seconds to make it a 3-2 lead. Calgary would come right back just 25 seconds later with Dewar doing it and doing it good to tie yeah, it up. Yeah, Dewar, um, he, he was really, like, really big standout player to me today from the Calgary Flames. Um, he they, they've, they've definitely got something there. He was, uh, he was stirring the drink most of the night. Um, but, I mean, to me, this was just, like, Jacob Jacob Markstrom letting in some really bad goals and then Kapokakin and being like, oh, hold my beer, I could do that too. Um, I don't like I said, I don't think either goalie was particularly great tonight. Um, I mean, Kapokakin, I'm I'm not beating up on Kapokakin, and I I I think that we kind of know what Kapokakin is at this point. I don't think there's anyone who is left defending this guy at this point. Um, he's not very good. Um, he hasn't been very good this year. Um, and I don't think the, I think the numbers bear it out. Um, yeah, it, it is what it is, man. Like I, I'm not going to, but I'm not going to get mad about it because again, like I, I hope they start cocking in the rest of the season because better chance of the sharks losing those games. So it is what it is, but the sharks definitely, um, I think goaltending is going to be a big question for this team going, excuse me, going forward. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes you wonder what, what it'll be like in the off season when they decide and go look around and see what they have in the system, in the mm-hmm. pipeline, you know, what you have now, obviously the problem is for the UFA sharks too. though is like, well, here, that's the thing, right? Like obviously Reimer's probably gone at the end of the year. Um, and I don't know if they would bring him back at this point. Bye. Um, yeah. So I don't think there's a whole lot, like there's the, the sharks have a lot of goalies, in their system, but I don't see anyone that I'm like, Oh, well that's going to be the starter next year. Like right now that's Capo Cockadin. And if it's another year of, of this nonsense, then that's fine. But I mean, that's what the, that's what it likely is going to be. Let's be honest here. Uh, I don't think this is going to be like, Oh, or they're going to, you know, they're going to draft either, you know, hopefully Connor Bedard, hopefully uh, Adam Fantilli. Or, you know, but I don't think it's going to be, oh, they're going to do that. And then everything's going to magically turn around for them. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, they, there's a lot of goalies in the system. Uh, and I don't, but I don't think they have any goalie that's ready for prime time. So I'm curious to see what they do this summer. <sighs> yeah. It, it's going to be really, it, the off season is going to be really interesting. And we thought we'd be off for the off season. We'll, Polly, when news breaks, we'll be right here. So make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Yeah. Uh, because when news breaks, we'll break it down and then we'll glue it back together and then you'll go it's, what? Yeah. 
I'll say when the sharks do good, it's good, or when the sharks do bad, it's bad, and we'll 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 let you know. Which is the opposite I'll let you know which it is. Which is the opposite of what what they're doing right now. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, um. So Kadri get the game winning goal. He's been on a rough stretch. That he had goals in back to back games. However, he gone like what seventeen in a row before then. You know, it, it's just. Yikes for a tough year for Kadri after signing with the the Flames after winning a cup with Colorado. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, look at uh, anyone who um, gets game winning goals against the Sharks is good in my book. Right. So <laughs> more of that, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the game winning goal to fully would add an empty there for his 31st to make it 5-3. On that one, I didn't bother gifting it anyways. Uh, Vincent Alvarado, I was worried for a sec after we tied the game, but then we lost, so it's all good. <laughs> I, I was I was never worried. Capo Kakanen's in net. I was never doubt that this was... Uh... The other thing I was worried about, I, 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 th I thought with the way the Flames kind of played the latter part of the game, I thought that the Flames were probably going to win this game. Um, my only concern was whether it was going to be in regulation or overtime, and thankfully it was in regulation. So thank you, Capo Kakanen. Right. Thank you, Capo Kakanen. For doing a job well done. Even yeah. if David Quinn says, we are not quitting. We are well, quitting. I mean, what do you want him to say? <laughs> We're done. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Just fire me now. We're done. Poor guy is like, like, uh, yeah. We're, we're done. I'm done. And, and I, I know Ruzanowski was teasing him on the uh, radio, excuse me, audio network, before mm -hmm. uh, you get to... Uh, to the game and he's like are, are you checking the bu score during the game he's like yeah i'll have it on my phone but you know we got calgary to take care of it you know um so we'll see uh going in the chat puck guy are you going to nashville for the draft that they get first overall i'm considering it and then i meet the girlfriend and her son in toronto because the giants are in toronto to take on the blue chase so well, we'll see on that one uh i'm hoping i'm saying it's nights Adding an additional loss when we lose a lottery. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Eric Clark. Hey, you spell your name the right way. Did the return for Mario Ferraro from the rumor trade ever get announced? I didn't hear anything. Did you? Pardon? Sorry. What was that? Oh, did we ever hear about the rumored return for Mario Ferraro? No. Um, I've, I haven't seen anything. I know there was talks that um, maybe he was inquired upon, but I don't I don't know. There's never really been anything solid more beyond that. Um, I'm curious to see what it would have been. Um, man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see on that. Uh, I wish I was going to Y2K night, but no, I'll be here on the air. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, so the Sharks now 19-38-15 with 10 games to go. At 53 points, that means their max is 73 points, which puts them, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I mean, it's obviously last in the league, and, and Columbus and and Montreal are getting set to get underway. Well, they should be about underway right now uh, going on, but the Sharks currently sit in last place as Columbus has two games in hand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh but the Sharks can do no worse than 23rd, uh, finish 23rd place in the league. So they're already 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 
So they're definitely in the Bedard sweepstakes for sure. They've already absolutely, you know, yeah. So they're, they're, it's not like oh, we just finished eleventh, you know, or twelfth. No, no, no. So they're in it for real. That one, uh, as we said, Columbus is at fifty three, Chicago at fifty four, and Quackaheim at fifty six. Everybody else is kind of, kind of, you know, had some leg room now. I mean, Montreal sixty two, Arizona mm-hmm. sixty six. So. It's yeah, uh, Vincent. Good. <laughs> Vincent uh, Alvarado in chat um, asking if we don't get Bedard, are we still happy with Fantilli or whoever's the best option at three? I look at it, if if we walk away from this draft with Connor Bedard. I mean, obviously Connor Bedard is fantastic, but uh, I'm not gonna be mad if we walk away with Fantilli um, or a guy like Leo Carlson. I'd be super happy to have in Teal. Um, you know, there's there's definitely guys there. I think I have some questions about Mitchkov. Um, but I don't, you know, would I be super upset if that was the play as well? No, I think there's like, again, there's, I, I think if you're in the top four, you're going to get a really good player out of it. Um, Connor Bedard is obviously the prize. And I think if, you know, I can understand people, if we don't get Connor Bedard, I can understand people being, uh, disappointed, but I wouldn't be angry. Like I would be sure I'd be disappointed. We didn't get Connor Bedard, but if it's Adam Fantilli, I mean, that's, that's still a player you can absolutely build around. Right, absolutely. Uh, you know, not just getting the fancy lights towards you and everything, but you know, uh, John Swenson on YouTube, hell yeah, Fantilli would be the best first overall in a lot of drafts. Carlson, I think, w- I would would be happy. I think Bedard and Fantilli are franchise altering picks. I think so too. Yeah, and and, and, I, the, and that's not to say anything like I really like Leo Carlson. I think if you get Leo Carlson, that's a really nice pick. Uh, that's a that's a really good piece to have in your uh, arsenal. So I mean, like, it, it, yeah, obviously Bedard is the prize, but um, I don't think like I, I'm not gonna if if for some reason the Sharks don't win the lottery or they they pick third, like I'm not gonna be like, well, that's it, guys. This whole season was for nothing, and <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I, I'm sure there will be people who have that reaction. I will not be one of them. Right. Um, yeah. So the worst they can really do now is 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 12th overall. So, so far, so good. It, there's still mm-hmm. time, folks. Uh, one thing we forgot to mention is that uh, Jacob McDonald and Matt Benning returned into the lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. And right before the game, the Sharks announced that they sent Nikolai Knizhov down to the CUDA. Um, and that's probably because the Sharks have a new defenseman and it's Henry Thrun, um, you know, six two one ninety uh, pound defenseman shoots left. He played three years at Harvard with 17 goals, 67 assists, 84 points, 36 pimps plus 46. I know we are iffy on the plus minus, but that's nice to see a uh, member of the 2021 USA team at the world juniors, you know, drafted fourth, in the fourth round in 2019 with uh, Anaheim. And when they got him uh, just a little less than a month ago from the Ducks in exchange for the 2024 third round pick. So Ian, um, tell me what you know and what you think about uh, Thrun. Okay. So yeah, I mean, obviously on Henry Thrun, um, this is a guy who the Sharks obviously identified as a guy they wanted to bring into the fold. Um, you know, they spent a third round pick to get him, which is, a, you know, a pretty significant pick for uh, a player who could have become a, a free agent um, on August 15th. As for those that don't know, 
uh, college players if they play you there full time in college and do not sign with the team that drafted them. Uh, they can become a free agent on the fifteenth uh, of August of that of the summer after they finished playing their last year of college hockey. So um, this was obviously a player that the Sharks um, were definitely interested in. Again, noted by the third. Uh, round pick that they used to get him. Um, and that, yeah, so the Sharks obviously signed him to a contract. Um, this contract is a two-year contract, which means that it's basically going to run from right now to the end of this year. And then they have one year left um, on his deal. Then he'll become a restricted free agent. Um, so it's a good, it's a nice little deal that's going to give Henry Thrun an, an opportunity to show the Sharks what he has. Um, and it's it's interesting because obviously like, um, kind of backpedaling for a second. Um, I really liked what Knizhov did being back up with the Sharks. Um, unfortunately, too. unfortunately, the situation there is that he was on an emergency loan. He had to go back down when when McDonald or um, Benning. Benning came back into the lineup. So as soon as guys got healthy, your emergency loans have to go back down. Now, could they have sent someone else down? I don't think they can because here's the, here's the thing. Like the AHL has some fantastic rules about um, if, if players weren't like transaction there at the trade deadline, like it, it gets more tricky to send guys down. So, so Knizhov can go down and there's no issue there. He was on the, he was on the Barracuda at the trade deadline. So he can go back down to the Barracuda. No problem. Now a guy like Henry Thrun, he is on the Sharks for the rest of the season. He cannot go play um, for the Barracuda at all, um, which is why this time of year, when you see college guys come over, um, if they play in the, if they play in the AHL after college, they generally sign an ATO to be able to be eligible to play in the AHL. Once you sign an NHL contract, um, he's, he's up here for the rest of the year because he was not on the, uh, he was not on the Barracuda at the trade deadline. Um, this is per cap friendly. So if you're oh, questioning okay. me, this is all per cap friendly. I trust cap friendly over my I, I think I have a decent understanding of the CBA, but I, but I will always defer to cap friendly in, in this situation. So um, Henry Thren is a guy who is obviously signed. He's the guy who's going to get some games in with the, with the sharks to finish the season and he cannot go to the Barracuda. So obviously um, they had to send somebody down. So it had to be a guy who's obviously eligible to play down there. Um, and that's why Kanishov goes down. It's unfortunate. I think Kanishov, you know, look at we've seen this happen, right? I mean, it's the same thing as when they send Eklund down. It's right. it's more of a business decision than a reflection of the player. Because I think Knizhov's been really, really good. Um, but uh, you know, at the at this point in the season, you got to make moves that unfortunately satisfy both the business and the player end. So uh, Knizhov goes down. Henry Thrun, I'm I'm curious to see what he does. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how he you know he fits in. Because look at um, it's kind of the same thing that I say for a lot of guys that come into the fold this time of year, uh, Mac Medulin being another one, you know, these guys have played different leagues, different systems, different, you know, players. So I'm curious to see what he does, but obviously, uh, if he, if he doesn't have a first good game, I'm not going to be super upset about it because, you know, there's a big jump in speed from the college game to the NHL game. And there's, so I'm, I'm curious to see what he looks like. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I haven't really... You know, um, I don't watch a ton of college hockey, so I don't have a whole lot on this guy. But he's obviously a guy that Mike Greer identified as something that he wanted. And 
Um, obviously, they they signed him to an initial contract right now, which means that. Um, well, not only that. I mean, obviously, you by burning a year of the contract by signing it now, you give him more incentive to sign right now instead of uh, testing free agency. So, I, I'm curious to see what. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what Mike Gross got cooking here because I think at the end of the day, man, I, I'm still waiting for my hell yeah, Mike Greer moment. Maybe, maybe this is a part, maybe this is going to be one of those things. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, great breakdown, bud. Uh, because the, I was curious about the, the whole Barracuda thing. Uh, if they, uh, move on and advance and everything. So, uh, great stuff there. Uh, does he make his debut Tuesday at home against Winnipeg? I wouldn't be shocked if he if he's in the line. We'll see. I mean, you signed him, you got him ticking. So I mean, I, to me, I would start playing him as soon as I think he's ready to to be inserted into the lineup. Let's see what he's got. Yep. All right. And defense core: Carlson, Vlasic, Ferraro, Shimmick, Benning, McDonald. I'm guessing McDonald might be the one that gets the short end of the stick. He is a lefty, so yeah, they have probably. Options. I mean. Yeah, probably. Look at, um, I mean, Joey McDonald is is that that's what he is. He is a depth defenseman. So I think if if you're looking to take someone out, it's probably McDonald that's going to come out of the lineup. Um, yeah. E I E I O no. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and speaking of the Barracuda, they play this evening at six o'clock. They're home to the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Of course, follow us on the Twitter machine. We'll keep you posted on everything because, you know, some of us actually think Ian is an actual angry Canadian robot and just can <clears> do everything. Uh, but, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, the it's... Barracuda, I mean, the Barracuda, obviously, they're going to get some much needed reinforcements now. It doesn't sound like Eklund's going to play at all this weekend, which is unfortunate. Uh, I'm curious to see if, I'm curious to see what their lineup looked like tonight. Like, I'm curious to see if a guy like Derek Pouliot, who was sent down a little bit before, um, suits up tonight. Barracuda needs all help they can get right now. Like, they really need some, they really need some uh, hands back on the wheel. Um, so hopefully, you know, hopefully getting a guy like uh, Knijov and Pouliot, you know, that'll help shore up their blue line, which um, needs some help. Obviously, I think if you if you had those guys and then like keep those guys and you keep uh, a guy like Mac Madulin in the lineup and, and you surround him with some better people uh, on the blue line. I think that would help the Barracuda a ton. Um, but like the Barracuda, man, they, um, they're, they're in deep now, man. They got, they got to get back into this. Um, it's not over, but um, if they can't take care of, like they need to win against Bakersfield this weekend. I think if they, you know, if, if this is, if this is, you know, game three and four of a losing streak, I don't know, it. man. That could, yeah, that that could be it for them. Like they need to start getting some points to try and hang in this with the Roadrunners, who also don't have a. They have a little bit easier schedule than the Barracuda, but not by much. So yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one here, indeed, for the Cuda as they come down the stretch. So yeah, this weekend, 6 p.m., uh, they take on Bakersfield t- on Sunday. 3 p.m. It is Pucks and Paws Day. I wish I could be there. I'm so mad that I have to work overnight um, to uh, to be there for that one. So if you have it, get on down. And if anybody saves a banana, bandana, let me know. Um, 
Question on in the chat here about Eklund. I don't know what the injury is. The Barracuda are so brutal about disclosing injuries. Um, they have guys that are shut down for the year that we know are shut down for the year, but they've never publicly stated it. So what's wrong with Eklund? I have no idea. Um, they won't tell us. They, they, they're so brutal when it comes to injury reports. Yeah, and it's tough. Um take uh, uh apparently the blue jackets have scored and it's lane peterson oh boy really sure now he scores <laughs> uh, hey well, thanks lane appreciate it buddy uh thank you uh kevin in the chat especially needing to win because i don't want to have to listen to the bakersfield troll tonight oh boy mm -hmm. oh boy yeah so all right well i think that leaves us it for this one in case you missed anything or if you want to watch this again and i thank you for that uh check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite audio podcatcher whether it's apple or google Podcasts, youtube soundcloud spotify tune in iheart radio odyssey we are now on amazon music so you can check us out there of course if you're on youtube right now i mean absolutely positively you know Hit that subscribe button and and why not? Why not? Hit a thumbs up. Hit that notification bell. That'll let you know when we go on the air next time, which will be Sunday night for Pucknologists, where you That's get true. AJ and Hockey Jerk to go over the week that was in Sharks Hockey. And of course, for us, we'll be back with you on Tuesday following Sharks and Jets, a big one for the Winnipeg Jets. As they try to clinch a playoff spot, Ian, your final thoughts and where the people can find you. Uh, you can find me at Ian Blogs Hockey on Twitter Machine, and uh, when the Sharks do bad, it's bad, and that's amazing. I took that swig of water just as you were saying that. Oh boy, I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Big shout out to. Uh, Eastside Stitch Jerseys on Twitter and the Instagram for getting the Puck Guy jerseys all set up, rocking the two jerseys. If you remember from earlier, before the season started, these were the jerseys that were first bought before the actual unveiling. So uh, thank you so much uh, and appreciate you immensely for it. You have more jerseys coming in the off season. So, but as for today, yay, you lost. Yay. And I am all of a sudden the biggest Blue Jackets fan. Take that, Nasher. Oh, man. Oh, wait. What am I doing? Mm. Dude, we forgot the one thing we, sh we should be doing. It. We got to get the Tankathon on. Oh, man. Here we yep, go. yep. Oh, yeah. I can already see since somebody is mad as heck and it's not us all right he almost got he almost he, he's like they almost finished son of a bitch son of a gun all right the sharks currently have the best odds in the draft lottery we're gonna only do this three times here so number one here we go arizona and montreal move up the sharks go to number three all right you get carlson there all right let's try number two come on come on sharks win yes all right, Chicago moves up one. They swap with Columbus. Buffalo moves up nine spots. 
Get that one one more time. Come on. Come on, sharks. One more time. Let's do it. Sharks again. All right. Let's go. All right. Philly and Calgary move up, uh, but they don't get the number one pick. So two out of three times, it was good for Bedard. Yeah, there we go. That's what we need. When the sharks do bad, it's good in that case. <laughs> so... On behalf of Ian and myself, thank you for watching. Again, Pucknologist, Sunday night, 7 p.m., and we'll be back with you following Sharks and Jets on Tuesday. Thanks for watching, and remember, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Ha! Thanks for watching. Have a good night.